Welcome to this special isolation edition of the Kick-Ass Podcast. It's episode number 19. I'm your host, Heather, and today we are talking about four ways to mitigate losses during coronavirus and recession-proof your business. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please pass the seatbelt. So the very first thing I want to let you know is that we are doing a quick and dirty edit on this because we want to get it up really, really fast because right now this is kind of the most important thing in in all, this most important information I could be putting out there right now. So I don't want to wait another week because Lord knows what the world's going to look like then. Um, this is information that I have compiled from... A whole lot of different places. Um, everybody that I've talked to, that I've I've read, books that I've read on recessions and recession proofing your business, right down to ideas and conversations that I've had with clients. So there are four main ways that you can recession proof, or in this case, pandemic proof your business. It may not be proof. Like proof is kind of one of those things like it's not like you're, everything is going to go on like normal, but a way to keep things going at least until we are back to normal. This is what this podcast is about. So when we're talking about recession proofing um, in general, and specifically right now, usually there's kind of two options. There's go big and there's go small. Both of them are really good options and which one you choose or even which variety of things you pick and choose from each of those buckets is going to depend on lots of things, your capacity, your supply lines, whether you're a service or a product, whether you're an event or a retailer, whether you're an essential service, or whether you are a hands-on physical service. So none of these things are going to be, you know, oh, I can implement all of those things today and my business is going to be fine, but all of them are good ideas that you can use in almost any business. So far, there are a few that absolutely cannot be helped, Um, but for the most part, you can offer something to your client base to at least come back when, when you're all done, when this is all done, I should say, or to mitigate your losses during this time. So number one. Actually, I'm going to just kind of introduce all four of them so that you can know whether this is going to be for you. There are ways to innovate. Number two, there are ways to refocus. Three, how to market in the new reality. And four, how do you make small gestures that can go a very, very long way? So number one, innovation. This is the going big. This is... A lot of companies now are looking at new ways, right from like vodka companies are now selling hand sanitizers because they already are able to work with alcohol, which is a very dangerous chemical. So they are innovating. They're creating entirely new products based only on what's happening right now. That is short-term innovation. They will go back to selling vodka when they can, but for right now, they are mitigating their losses. They are changing their direction and they are innovating in terms of their product offering. Physiotherapists, you wouldn't think they would be able to do the same thing, and yet they can. Many of them now are jumping online and offering online um, 
uh, usually not with new patients, but with patients that they already know, they've already kind of put their hands on, they are able to offer a whole lot of help, pain release, uh, stretches, all kinds of things, all the things they would have done with their words and their knowledge. People have so much knowledge locked in their heads that they're not used to sharing. And this is the time to do that. So if you're in a knowledge-based industry, innovate how you deliver your knowledge. You can innovate how you deliver atmosphere. You can add a sense of specialness. If you are somebody who does events and that is how you make your money is through events. Well, in events, there's there's an atmosphere that's created, right? It's not just a matter of coming into a place, sitting down, hearing words. If it is, well, you can do that online right now and, you, and everything can continue the way it has been, just in a different venue, literally from our own homes. But if you are an event where the interaction, the the sensory um, additions, the, you know, people put a lot of effort into the way a room looks, sounds, feels, smells, little breakoffs and group conversations and things like that. There's a lot that can go into things. We, we carefully choose the food that we serve during our events, all of those things. There are ways to innovate even those to add that sense of specialness. So yes, your ticket price can drop, but it doesn't need to drop completely. You are still offering a high level of value and you can do that through simple things like creating a Spotify playlist and sending it out to your attendees the day of. Let's say maybe the day before or a few days before you send out a little care package to every attendee that will have, you know, so everyone's in the same smell. They could have like incense or essential oils or something like that. Not to do, you know, we're not talking about oils for healing and all of those things. Don't worry. But we are talking about creating a communal sense. You can send out reminders on decluttering their space and setting up their space right now in five different ways to use light and all kinds of things so that we are setting up our physical space in a way that makes sense for an event. So you have to innovate your offering. You have to innovate your delivery. So if part of the the cachet of your business was that people came in and your business was a beautiful space and it was an experience, create at least partial experience by upping your packaging game. Create something special that people are receiving into their homes right now because believe me, our homes have become kind of bleak. Or if you're like me and you've been spending a lot of time planting and stuff, your homes are still a place where we need to be constantly renewing and refreshing because my goodness, we're spending a lot of time here now. And the third thing you're going to have to innovate, and this goes for everybody, is your marketing. We are all jumping online with varying degrees of success. So if there's something you've never done before, now is the time to try it. Now there's a lot of forgiveness. We all know that we're not all experts in all of the things. And now is the time that you're able to say, hey, I'm so not an expert. But here's what I do. This is a great time to take some risks in your marketing, not risks in terms of like being the jerk that everybody hates. Don't be that guy. That's kind of like that's we're going to be covering that in the marketing for the new reality thing. Um, But there is a way to create specialness in your marketing and connection in your marketing. And this is a really good time to innovate and take risks in that area. Number two is rethink focus. So there was a reason that you started your business and there was a very small core audience that you kind of started your business for. 
if you are not in a space where you can innovate, you can't go big, it's time to go small. Go back to your core audience. Those are people who already like and trust you. And the 80-20 rule says we get 80% of our success from 20% of our efforts. Go back to that 20% of your core audience who will support you through thick and thin. Go back to your core offerings. This is the exact opposite of innovate and change. Go back to your core offerings and make them better. Go back to the very basic few things you did and only do that. Do not decide to go out and launch five new products that you're going to be having to take a risk on. Go back and make it small. Get better at fewer things. Get better at marketing fewer messages. Come up with a few very, very strong messages that you want to put out there. Come up with a few very strong products that you know will improve people's lives right now and only focus on that. Number three, how do you market for this new reality? without being that guy. Profiteering is real, but profiteering only happens when what you are selling is not something that offers the value you are selling it for. I had a conversation with an absolutely kick-ass entrepreneur uh, about a week and a half ago, and she owns a an essential service. She is a health food store in a food desert. She wasn't talking about the fact that they have sleep, natural sleep aids, natural stress reducers, natural immunity boosters, because she's like, I don't want to be that guy. I'm like, oh, right, because your stuff doesn't work. She was like, no, it works amazingly. She was like horrified that I would say that to her. And I was like, oh, so you don't want people to have it. She was like, no, I want people to have it. I'm like, okay, so it works. It has value and you wish people knew about it. You just don't want to tell them. And she was like, when you put it like that, it seems a little bit less of an asshole thing to do. I'm like, exactly. This is not the time to be pushing snake oil. This is the time to be pushing things that have value. If you believe in your product, if you believe in your service, you know you bring value to people. If you don't, yes, for the love of God, close your doors. Wait this out. We will be there for you when you reopen. But if you know that what you sell brings any value to the lives of others, you have a responsibility to tell them about it. Because right now they are so overwhelmed in their own lives, in their own isolation. They have kids and pets and parents and grandparents and and they're hearing the news and they're scared. If you can offer even a moment of peace with what you sell, we need you. It is your responsibility to reach out and tell people. Do not assume that people don't have money. Do not assume that you need to discount. You don't. Discounting right now is not actually the right thing to do. Payment plans? Abso-freaking-lutely. Payment plans right now are going to be your best friend because people need your services, but they're going to need to extend it over a longer period of time. That's not profiteering. Profiteering is when you don't believe in it either. 
you don't think that what you have to offer has any value. But you're going to make sure we buy it anyway because you're going to get paid. Don't be that guy. But do be the one who provides value to people. If you sell flowers, if you sell anything that makes, brings happiness to people, if you are, are in any sort of business that allows us joy, security, safety, happiness, strength, um, no marketer should be closing their doors right now. We need to be getting the messages of our own clients out to people. There are so many businesses right now who don't realize that we need them because they're not telling us so we can't support them. Use this time to offer your value. Secondly, over-communicate. Over, over, over-communicate. The number of businesses I cannot tell if they are online or not is driving me bonkers. Bonkers! Because everybody either closed up shop and went home and they forgot to tell Google that they closed up shop and went home. Or they stayed open and they forgot to tell us that too. Over-communicate in every way you can with your audience and with new audiences. Let us know the exact situation and use simple language to do it. We are open from this time to this time for online orders and deliveries. Delivery is this. This is how it's done. End of story. It doesn't have to be pretty. It has to be clear. Over-communicate and assume We don't remember what you said yesterday because I'm telling you, we don't. Our attention spans right now are tapped out by the news. So letting me know every day that, yes, you're still open. You know what? Some people will be like, I know you're open. Okay. I'm happy you told me. Over communicate what you can offer. And then I want you to look at your marketing as a value add to their life. Again, as long as what you offer offers value. I, there was a, a, a counselor. She's a therapist. My goodness, is her, are her services ever necessary right now? And she wasn't telling people that she was offering online services because she felt icky doing it. And I'm like, okay, but what about the people who need you who don't know that they can ask you because they're just overwhelmed and can't think? She was like, oh my goodness, I need to go tell them. Yeah, you do. Send them an email. If you don't have everything set up right now and you don't have the wherewithal to set up everything right now, well, you had a method of communication at some point, a legal, I should say, method of communication at some point. And this is not marketing. This is just an update on where the company is. Let people know. Look at your own marketing as a way to add value to other people. Look at your services as a way to add value to other people. Give people hope. Give people joy. Give people security. Those things right now are in such low supply and the need has never been higher. So I don't care if you sell a natural coffee scrub or if you sell bouquets of flowers or if you're a garage that's staying open so people can make sure that they can still get to work and get to the grocery store and get to the few places because essential workers are still living out in the world. They need your services. Let them know you're there 
and let them know how you're protecting yourself and them. And that kind of leads us to the last one, which is make small gestures. I have been offering, I mean, I will at the end of this uh, podcast as well, 20 minute free consultations for literally anybody who's connected to me. So I've offered it to um, business networking groups that I'm in. I've offered it to businesses where I mentor, or sorry, um, not businesses where I mentor, programs where I offer mentorship. I have offered it to almost anybody, to any of my clients. 20 minutes of of a chat with somebody who's a little bit outside is the way I can help. I can calm people. I can get people back to a way that they can feel okay about what they're doing. That's what I have to offer right now. And that's really all I have to offer right now. So guess what? I'm offering the heck out of it. Offer consultations. Offer, do what you can do within your sphere to help. If there's nothing you can do to help, sure, stay quiet because you don't want to add to the noise. But most of us can do something to help. If you owned a bar and your bar is closed down, the liquor store isn't. And if you want to send us daily drink um, recipes, fill your boots. It would bring joy to people. Send out what would have been, you know, the the playlist for this evening at the club. We will listen to it at home and we will dance. There are so many ways that almost all of us can help. We have so much knowledge locked in our brains. Now is the time to open it up and share it. The next way you can really make a small gesture is make a partnership. Grab onto somebody who's in a complimentary business, not competitive necessarily, but complimentary. And if you've got some capacity and you've got some, you know, some stuff's moving for you, take them along with you for the ride. If you've got a great audience and a great offering and a great delivery method and great marketing, grab on to somebody who's kind of floundering a little bit and introduce them to your audience. They're not going to choose between you and them. They may not choose them, but it's going to create a little bit of goodwill. It'll give them a little bit of your attraction and it will benefit both of you in the long run. Create partnerships where you can. The last one, I mean... I can't believe I have to say this, but don't pull people down who've decided to stay open or not open, but they've decided to keep delivering Um, people. I've been on, I'm on the social media. I manage social media for, for a bunch of companies and I'm on the accounts, even if my social media managers are handling them and the amount of messages of negativity that essential service businesses have gotten, who've been told not to shut down because they're needed, but people are yelling at them for endangering their employees or businesses that have been able to transition to completely online, except they are having one to two people come in and do work, although they are protected and they are managed and all of those things. And they are, they are absolutely rising to the challenge and they're exhausted and they're struggling and they're doing their best. Negativity doesn't help. There's not a time I can think of when negativity does help. But in this case, unwarranted, untrue, and invalid negativity is so harmful. 
So go back to what your mother should have told you when you were growing up. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Because I promise if you're lecturing a business, your lecture is not going to be the deciding factor between when they open or when they close. All you've done is made someone's day worse. Congratulations. Support the businesses you can. Don't put down businesses that you do not understand what they are doing to protect their people and you do not understand why they're doing it. Be aware of the people who might need your help. But the biggest thing that I, I, if I could eliminate something, it would be people making snap judgments based on completely incorrect and inflammatory information. And then just bringing that right to business owners. I'm glad I'm the liaison in between, but it's not helpful It's not kind and it's not what we need to have when we're already running on empty. As I said a few minutes ago, if you need ideas on how to transition, if you need ideas on how to shape your business, I've talked to people in probably 40 different industries over the past two weeks and we've come up with ideas for literally all of them. Let me know. You will get the free 20-minute consultation as well. So if you want to hit subscribe, because we will be putting out a whole bunch of information that like specifically coronavirus related, um, hit subscribe so you will get those. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at hala.agency, H-A-L-A dot agency, and just send us a, a, a note on our contact form. Or you can find us online everywhere as Hala Connected, H-A-L-A-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. And you can send us a DM or a private message and we will hook you up with a Zoom 20-minute free session. Come with questions. We will have answers. If we don't have answers, we will do research and we will help you find answers. Out of the box thinking is what we do really well. And suddenly that's become like a great benefit to people. And we want to do more of it. Until next time, take a few deep breaths, find someone to be kind to, and live every single day on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.